Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast, FYI. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. This is the 18th of June at 11.30 a.m. Thank you for joining me this morning. gentlemen, everybody around the world. How has everybody been? I've been all right. Probably where, probably wondering where I have been. Um, Sorry, I haven't been out here. Um, Just lots going on. Of course, uh, when it comes to equipment, when it comes to computers, um, things don't uh, always work that well when you plan something and getting things fixed and making sure hopefully everything is going to work and stuff like that. And sometimes it just feels, you know, when I come out here, you know, to me, it's like this is actually going to work today, you know. So just dropping money on fixing stuff and, and um, getting out here again. Uh, so anyways, here I am. Now, I can't wrap my head around, you know, with people, you know, when it comes to protest to do with freedom. We know what took place back in January and February of this year with the freedom convoy that ascended on uh, the city of Ottawa here in Ontario lasted for approximately three weeks when finally the federal government enacted the Federal Emergency Act. A couple months back, they had the Rolling Thunder protesters roll into Ottawa. I don't know, they wanted to take back the National War Memorial. I don't know, it was never taken anywhere, wasn't taken from anybody. Officials barricaded it off because of people who were jumping all over the tomb of the unknown soldier and defecating on the war memorial. 
defacing the Terry Fox statue. Disturbing the peace, harassing people. You know, what a three-ring circus that was. Now, we have another freedom movement. Rallies plan to run in Ottawa all summer long. Some of these people were involved in that truckers podcast, Karen Carnival. Now, some of these events are to take place in Ottawa in late June and through Canada Day on July the 1st. And they say, and these organizers say that they are to protest remaining COVID-19 pandemic era restrictions. So what's going on with that right now? Well, let's see. Last weekend, all domestic flights, you are not required to wear a mask or show proof of vaccination. Trains, ferries, city buses, you are no longer need to wear a mask, where masks are still required, are nursing homes and retirement homes. The hospitals have a choice. They can still implement mask wearing in the hospital, in which probably most hospitals are going to do that anyways. Other restrictions throughout the province of Ontario are gone. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. So just before you came on the show here, um, I was talking about um, other protests coming up later this month and including Canada Day on July 1st. I guess it's freedom movement rallies. You know, this is like a spinoff or runoff of the uh, trucker podcast, the trucker, the trucker convoy protest, whatever that happened in Ottawa back in January and February of this year. And we've had, you know, like a a few sporadic, you know, uh, freedom movements, rallies or protests or or whatever you want to call them. Um, Like a couple months ago, it was the Rolling Thunder. Um, Went to Ottawa um, to take back the war memorial. 
and uh, well, I mean, the, the war memorial was never taken anywhere, still there. Um, what happened with that is that the the officials fenced put a fence around the war memorial because people were jumping on the tomb of the unknown soldier. People were defecating on the war on the war memorial, and that's why they barricaded it off so people would not be doing that. That was back in last January and February. And defacing the Terry Fox statue. And of course, amongst other serious violations that that people um, were doing uh, during that uh, protest. Now, welcome to the show. Bart, thank you for joining me. So, you know, this recent one coming up, I guess, um, they, they, they plan these rallies, not like starting like near the end of June, beginning of July. And they, they plan to have these rallies um, through the entire summer of this freedom movement. Now, they're talking about, uh, I guess, the remaining COVID-19 pandemic restrictions. Federally, there are pandemic restrictions, um, you know, any uh, international travelers coming to Canada. Um, for people who want to travel to Canada, well, you got to have proof of vaccination. You have to fill out the uh, Canada, um, Canada arrival, all your information. Um, last weekend, I mean, uh, the uh, Ontario government, well, in the federal government, um, for domestic flights, um, you don't have to wear a mask, you don't have to show proof of vaccination. Um, trains, you don't have to wear a mask. Uh, ferries, you don't have to wear a mask. Um, now, when it comes to provincial in cities, um, all the mask mandates have been removed from, you know, taking, uh, taking a cab, any other ride share, taking the bus, um, you know, longer have to uh, wear a mask. Basically, all the restrictions provincial wide are gone. So we really, you know, under the provincial government, we have no restrictions. All the indoor, outdoor concerts are, are returning. All the amusement parks are all open. You know, it's a free reign. For an exception of not even a handful of, of um, federal pandemic restrictions. You know, and, and when it, you know, what started that, 
that that major protest that that uh, the trucker convoy protest back in January, February is when the government, the federal government said all essential workers, federal regulated, would have to show uh, proof of vaccination. They'll have to be vaccinated. And that's what really sparked that protest. And then the federal government in the United States said um, anybody crossing the land border into the United States, whether you're a truck driver or just a traveler, you would have to show proof of vaccination. That still stands as far as I know that the United States has not removed that. So any Canadians, whether you're an essential worker or not, you still have to show proof of vaccination going in to the United States. That has nothing to do with the federal mandates here in Canada. Now, part of the, part of the the uh, that that uh, freedom convoy uh, from from this year, um, you know, the spinoff. And, and some of the people um, were at that, I called it the Karen Carnival because I just thought it was ridiculous and, and hilarious all at the same time. But um, they want to get back. This, you know, this is part of the, the part of their, their rallies. You know, they want to get, give Canadian, they want to give Canadians back their fundamental freedoms. Well, I never lost my fundamental freedoms. I never lost my freedoms throughout this entire pandemic. My freedoms were not taken from me. what it was and what they are called, they're called restrictions. There's a difference. You know, when a government takes away your freedom, like China, like Russia, like North Korea, those are not restrictions. Those are, you have no freedom. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't understand what part of freedoms and restrictions that they do not, that they do not understand. And the charter in freedoms of Canada, and it says it right in there, right? I, I, I don't come out here and, and make this stuff up. I actually look at the charter of freedoms of Canada. And it says right in there that your freedoms are not absolute. And there has to be cause for that. And for the government, in order for the government to restrict you, 
then when, when, when something comes along, such as a pandemic, natural disasters, war, potentially, And what they, you know, what they, what I really don't think they understand is that, you know, the government has a sworn duty to protect you. I know it wasn't easy going through, you know, pretty much two years of this pandemic in and out of restrictions not in and out of your rights being taken away from you. In and out of restrictions. When the hospitalizations went beyond capacity, you know, we went into stay at home orders, closed non-essential businesses, shut down schools. In the early onset of this pandemic, we really didn't even really know much about this virus. You know, so in the springtime, you know, they they even um, blocked off playgrounds, climbing equipment, you know, all the outdoor equipment and everything else like that was all off limits because we're under the understanding that the virus could stay and live on surfaces for a period of time. Now, one part of this, this, this group, uh, they're called the, uh, the veterans for freedom. They describe themselves in their website as a group made up, made up of Canadian veterans working to restore fundamental freedoms for all Canadians and uphold the Canadian laws. Well, in the charter, the freedoms and charters, I mean, it, it basically lists, you know, the Canadian laws. Now, back a couple months ago, uh, this the the Rolling Thunder um, Freedom March in Ottawa. Um, some were veterans, some were not, which is fine. Whatever they wanted to join in and, and you know take their take their um, motorcycles and and drive them to Ottawa and. Um, go to the war memorial and stuff like that. It's actually, you know what, that, that, that was um, actually pretty good because, you know, they, they felt it was a a need for them to do that. And there was no problems. Um, Obviously they were not able to um, barricade or block roadways. Um, They had a certain route in and a certain route out. Uh, they had uh, a place to, 
to park their motorcycles or whatever like that, and they're able to walk to parliament and, and do whatever, right? Have the little protest and go home. This stuff, when it, when it, when it comes to protest, particularly when it comes to, to freedom, protesting for your freedom, It's getting old. People actually don't even care. There's more people that are just fed up with people that are protesting for freedom. When there's so much more god-awful things happening in this world that we should actually be going out and protesting against. Should have more peaceful protests about this war in the Ukraine. Protest on human rights violations, such as what China does every single day and North Korea does every single day to their citizens. Some of the other uh, other groups here, they have partnered uh, with other groups that oppose pandemic mandates, including those calling themselves police on guard and Canadian frontline nurses. Now, this th- these members of this Veteran for Freedom um, Steering Committee all have ties to the earlier protests back in January and February, which obviously these these individuals, um, I guess they were smart enough to get out of Ottawa before the federal government enacted the Federal Emergency Act. Because for those organizers weren't smart enough to get it out of there, they ended up in jail. Far as I know, there's only been three or two are out on on, on uh, bail and, 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 and restrictions, bail restrictions. And, and a, just a third one was actually just released after 112 days in jail and with bail conditions. I know of one that is actually going to go to trial the prominent um, organizers of that Karen Carnival. Now, obviously, um, the, the, uh, the federal government 
um, all the, uh, the, the, the uh, police force of Ottawa, the RCMP, the Ontario Provincial Police. I mean, they're, they're, they're ready for whatever um, is going to be happening in Ottawa, I guess, like I said, the nearing the end of June. See, the parliamentary property and buildings, there's, there's um, some construction going on there. So there isn't there isn't going to be any Canada Day celebrations per se at the at the at the Parliament buildings where they normally would hold um, Canada Day events. Of course, there'll be other there'll be celebrations on July first, you know, in and around Ottawa on that day. Um, of course, all the roadways surrounding um, the um, parliament buildings will be off limits to traffic. Um, you'll be able to walk downtown. You won't be able to drive downtown because they certainly don't want a, re a repeat of what happened back in January and February. But still, you know, this organizer, you know, still basically saying that we're going to stay there the entire summer. Well, they're going to be, um, there's a place, uh, I guess they're going to this place just outside of the city of Ottawa, um, private property. So they'll have their campers, their tents or, or whatever they're going to do, which they'll, they'll be able to do it. It's private property. So um, as long as they're not disturbing the peace, you know, that's not a problem. And like I said, there will be no motor traffic um, in and out of the downtown area. So have to, they'll have to drive in so far, park their cars, and walk the rest of the way. Have their little rallies during the daytime. As long as they are peaceful. You know, because in a democracy, you can protest. As long as you're not breaking the law. That you're not harassing, intimidating, physically hurting anyone. as they did in that Karen Carnival back in January and February. 
Now, you know, ladies, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I just find it just absolutely ridiculous at this point in time when, you know, especially when all provincial restrictions are lifted. And they have been for some time now. Just the remaining whatever the federal government restrictions they still have for foreign nationals coming into the country. You know, when, when, so, you know, so when Americans like to come and visit Canada, I mean, we're right next door to you and, um, the border, the border cities between Canada and the United States, the mayors have come out, you know, and said, you know, we should, you know, just get rid of the Canada arrival app and you don't have to fill out the information, um, show your proof of vaccination that's all and, and and then you know come on into canada and visit and do your shopping like you've always done that i would agree with but if you're coming from other parts of the world which requires you to fly whatever country you're coming from then you'll need to fill out the, the, the Canadian arrival app on the government website to come to Canada now they were talking about even potentially you know by the end of June to lift those restrictions for foreign nationals to come to Canada. Now, whether they extend that, I have no idea. They haven't really even been talking about it. But for, for, you know, for, for Americans um, who like to come here into, into Canada via the land border, then all, then all you should have to do is just, just show your vaccination. See, for foreign nationals to come to Canada, any child under the age of, I think, 16, as long as they are with their parents who are vaccinated, see, the ch- they don't have to show proof of the child being vaccinated. Just the parents or guardian if they're coming to visit Canada, but the adults have to show that proof. They have to have that proof and you have to, like I said, you have to fill out that Canadian arrival prior 
to your to your your trip to Canada. So I don't know, maybe maybe by the end of June, um, those restrictions will be lifted. Maybe the United States government will, because right now, I mean, for, for me to go, and the same thing for Americans to come to Canada, Canadians go to the United States to go across the land border, I got to show proof of vaccination. Whether I'm a truck driver or an essential worker or just going over to do some shopping, visit friends, I would have to show that. Those restrictions are still in place going into the United States. To, for uh, the land border. And vice versa. So these this protests, they can say, oh, we want the government to lift these all the rest of the, the federal mandates. Well, if the United States doesn't lift theirs, then it's irrelevant. We can't control what the United States does in the United States and in, 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 in the rest of the world can't control what we do here. And if these mandates are still in place forever, how long, then so be it. You know, they had, uh, back a few months ago, it, it was in, uh, um, in Manitoba, um, they had rallies or marches or whatever it was um, to lift um, restrictions. And the premier of Manitoba is like, what are, what, what are they protesting about? There is no restrictions. There, is, there, there are no mandates in that province. He's like, what the hell are they protesting about? And quite frankly, other citizens of that province, it was like that, were like saying, this is ridiculous. You know, people are, are fed up, you know, with people who are protesting for freedom in their own, in their own country. <laughs> so this one organizer of the so-called freedom movement, um, What they're looking to do, we're going to implement our strategy and our plan to lean on the government through education, information. 
are they going to educate the government? What are they going to educate the government on? Are they going to try to educate the government on the, the charters and freedoms? I think the government already knows all about that because that charter and freedoms replaced the, replaced the Constitution, I think it was back in 1982. Well, I think who needs to be educated is these so-called freedom parties. These people need to be educated. They need the information. Because quite frankly, I honestly believe that they never, ever read the Charter and Freedom. They take their, their, their freedoms and liberties as, as, as granted. So, I mean, if they actually sat down and, and, and read it, which I do, I do have it here on my laptop. And it's under a, a Canadian flag. Take me a couple minutes. Oh, no, not that one. No. So, I mean, like, the, the, you know, I mean, if you take things for granted, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, you know, you just, you know, like, if you take your life for granted, you know, then you just play it with fire. You know, if you think you have nine lives, well, you don't. You take your freedoms and liberties for granted and, and you don't think that the government can restrict you. Not take your freedoms. Restrict you. You'd be sadly mistaken. Now, hopefully, we've got to the right page here. Now, the Guide to the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Now,
how does the charter work? And it works with all Canadian laws. And it says, like I just pulled this up, and it says right here, the rights and freedoms in the charter are not absolute. They can be limited to protect other rights or important national values. The freedom of expression may be limited by laws against the propaganda or child pornography. Section one of the charter says that the charter rights can be limited by law so long as those limits can be shown to be reasonable in a free and democratic society. See these these freedom protesters, they must have they must have forgot to read that part. And by the, by saying that the limits can, if these limits can be shown to be reasonable, well, if it wasn't reasonable enough to restrict us during the onset of this pandemic and throughout this pandemic, well, then the government wouldn't be able to do it. And there are reasonable grounds during this pandemic and the outbreaks of this virus that the federal government and the provincial government can restrict you. I don't know what part of that they don't understand. I honest, ladies and gentlemen, I honestly believe that they've never gone through the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. They just assume. They assume that the government cannot restrict you. I got to laugh because, you know, this these rallies coming up at the end of June and, and, and on Canada Day on July 1st are, are to fight for uh, Canadians' fundamental rights. I never lost my fundamental rights. See, this charter, this charter, um, uh, on April 17th, uh, well, it's, so the, so the charter came into force on April 17th, 1982, one section of the charter, section 15, came to effect three, three years later. Um, after the rest of the charter on April 17th, 1985. 
which bringing uh, their laws into line with the uh, equality rights and and guaranteed in section 15. Uh, section 15, I guess, comes after section 14. Uh, there we go. Equality before and under the law, equal protection in, in, in the benefit law. So what that is, so what that section really talks about is just um, every individual is equal before and under the law has the right to equal protection and equal benefit of the law without discrimination or particular without discrimination based on race, uh, national, ethnic origin, color, religion, sex, age, or mental or physically disability. So that, you know... That's what section 15 is. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, they, you know, they, they really need to take the time and, and, and read through the charter, you know, and, um, there's another section in here, um, was it section, Oh, no, I think it's like section 33, uh, the notwithstanding, the notwithstanding clause. And, and that's, that's one show that um, I want to talk about um, that's, that's in the charter. And, uh, and how that came about, it was, it was all the premiers across every territory and province wanted this notwithstanding clause in the charter. And what that means is that uh, any uh, uh, territory, any, any territory or provincial, it gives the power to the premiers to change something in the charter. And that it would override whatever they, they want to change. And we would have no say about it, which I think is bullshit. But we'll get it, we'll get into that. Um, actually, you know what I like to do? Um, well, you know what? Tomorrow is a really big day. So we're, we can't do it tomorrow. You know what? Tomorrow is Father's Day. And so, you know, people like yourselves are going to be busy that day. But you know what? We can actually can do it tomorrow evening. And we'll talk about the notwithstanding clause. In the Charter of Freedoms. And I was looking through and I was reading it and I thought, wow, you know what? This is just bogus. 
You know, how can they have this notwithstanding clause? And the province of Quebec, some of the things that, that, you know, I've read what they've been doing and using a notwithstanding clause, you know, the, the far as I'm concerned, the premier of that province has just been abusing We'll get the we'll get to to that um, tomorrow evening. Hey, look, we can do an eight p.m. show tomorrow. You know, this way, you know, throughout the day of Father's Day tomorrow, you can go out and do your stuff, visit dad, and whatnot, and. Uh, do it in the evening when everybody, you know, they finally get home, settle down, relaxing. And, um, yeah, we'll get into what that withstanding clause actually means in, in the Charter of Freedoms. And, and how is it the government or, like, territories and, and, and provinces um, are able to um, use that notwithstanding clause for certain things. So, but like I say, when I'm, when I'm browsing through, you know, this, this charter, you know, and, you know, I'm reading it right from the charter. When I tell you, and I've said this before, you know, when, you know, when all these big protests were going on around the country, you know, and, and all these uh, barricades of the international bridges and, and stuff like that were just, you know, it was just absolutely ridiculous. And that the rights and freedoms in the charter are not absolute. Your rights and freedoms are not absolute. Maybe they, like I said, maybe these, these, these protesters skipped that part. You know, maybe they just scrolled past it and just picked out things out of the charter and run with it. Because everything in the charter coincides with everything in the charter, the democratic rights, mobility rights, legal rights, equality rights, everything all falls in line. You just can't pick and choose what you want because the charter and freedoms is there for everybody. So you cannot interrupt my rights as they did in that protest in Ottawa back in January and February. And they said they weren't breaking the law. There were many laws broken. Yeah, you have the right to protest, but you don't have the right to break the law of protesting. 
that's what needs to be drilled in some of these people's heads because they think they just break the law while protesting. Oh, I'm protesting. It's my right to protest. Yes, it is. But it's not your right to break the law. It's not your right to interfere, harass, intimidate others. You don't have the right to do that. So these little rallies, I guess, that are going to go on, you know, on, you know, near the end of June, July 1st, and I guess throughout the, the, the summer months, you know, these people really need to get their head a shake. They really do. They want to protest to 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 so all Canadians can have their 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 basic fundamental freedoms back. I can't even wrap my head around that. I can't because I have my fundamental freedoms. Never lost them. You know, that protest back in January, January, February. That police, that police bill was $37 million. $37 million. All the added officers, all the overtime, bringing officers from all across the country when the Federal Emergency Act was enacted. 37, well, it's actually, you know, probably closer to 40 million. And who has to pay that? Some of it provincially will have to pay it. I honestly think that the federal government should should just pay 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 that money. Why should the people, you know, be put on the hook through taxes to pay for that? Or better yet, those organizers of that Karen Carnival, how about those people pay that thirty-seven million dollars? The organizers, 
of that Karen Carnival back in January and February. They should have to pay it. Oh, wait a minute. They, they don't have any money. You know, the millions raised. They never got one red cent. Not one red cent. Whether it was through cryptocurrency, whether it was through uh, GoFundMe, or whatever fundraising platforms out there that they try to use under that Federal Emergency Act. was frozen by the federal government. Maybe they should just have to pay for it for the rest of their lives. Now, if they came to protest, like normal people, you have your protest and you go home. You have your say and you go home. No, they thought it was okay to barricade the roadways. They thought it was okay to keep businesses closed. They thought it was okay to harass, intimidate, and injure others. Well, I'm, well, you know what, there's free, there, there's freedom of speech in the United States. And we, you know, there's, there's, there's freedom of speech, um, here, here in Canada where, where I reside and, um, so, So the rights and freedoms in the charter, like I, like, so, so they can, so when it comes to, so for an example of the freedom of speech, you know, can be limited to protect other rights or important national values. Freedom of expression may be limited by laws against the propaganda or even hateful speech, right? And or or child pornography. I mean, hate speech, right? You can be charged for hate speech. Your freedom of expression. Like we use, we use our freedom of expression all the time. Like this is my freedom of expression. I'm expressing to you how I feel about these ridiculous freedom protesters. But when you start abusing, what do you, what do you want to call it? Um, freedom of expression or freedom of speech. Would you abuse it? 
and you, and, and you are being hurtful to others, Why do you think, you know, Facebook and, 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 and uh, other social medias can block you? Why do you think they can remove you permanently? If you're going to go out on, the, on, on these, on these uh, media sites and, and, and abuse your freedom of expression or freedom of speech, thinking you can just get away with everything, oh, because I'm Canadian or I'm American, I can say whatever I damn well please. Well, you can't. To a certain degree. So don't be confused by freedom of speech or freedom of expression just because it says freedom of speech and freedom of expression. There's limitations here. And if you want to find out the hard way, go ahead and find out the hard way. Of what you can and cannot say. I mean, if you want to go out on social medias and 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 uh, lambast other religions or other other certain groups, you know, like you know, uh, you know, people from the Middle East or whatever, because because they're different or because they're black. You know, you want to go out there and, you know, and, and start lambasting people of other cultures. You're going to soon find out that you can't. Right. So, I mean, you know, like, like in, in a democracy, you know, um, like, you know, in, in the United States, I mean, you have the right to seek employment anywhere in the United States. You can move from state to state. I can do that same thing here in Canada. Legal rights, life, liberty, and personal security. Equality rights for all. You have that, you know, we have that all around in, in every democracy around the world. Now, like I said earlier, I mean, these, these, these people who are going out right now, I mean, coming up at the end of June and stuff like that, they're going out, you know, uh, to, to rally for, for, for fundamental freedoms of all Canadians. Like, what the hell is that? And like I said earlier, to everybody listening, the rights and freedoms in the Charter are not absolute. They can be limited to protect other rights or important national values. And they also can be limited when, when, when 
such as this pandemic, a virus, natural disasters, war, the government can restrict you. They're not taking, they're not taking away your freedoms. You're restricted. But they have to have just cause to do that. And they have. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, at the end of this month, because this is only the, the, uh, what the 18th. So they're, they're talking like, you know, actually, I think the, the one group is talking about like, um, starting next week, you know, and then into, um, the, the, the coming weekend. And I mean, we're still, what, 10 days to the end of the month or a little more than 10 days, 12 days or something like that to the end of the month, whatever. But, you know, they, they just, you know what? They should just stay home. You know, because like all restrictions throughout the whole pandemic and, and you know, the, 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 the federal government and the provincial government lifted the restrictions when they said they were going to. And then other restrictions would be lifted at a certain date and so on, so forth. If there's, I I don't even think there's a handful of restrictions left what the federal government has in place. Travelers, international travelers coming to Canada. Yeah, you have to go on the Canadian website on the on the Canadian arrival app and fill out your information. We're not saying you can't come here. You have to fill out the, the, the information in, in that document. Have proof that you are vaccinated. You bring in your children. They don't have to show proof as long as they're with a parent or guardian. And that's it. Everything else, when it, when it, when it comes to any, any restrictions, we don't have any here in the province. All the mass mandates have been lifted, except for a couple places, nursing homes and retirement homes. Hospitals, if they want, they can say, would you please wear a mask? They don't have to. You don't have to wear a mask even going into the hospital. But why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you wear a mask going into a nursing home or a retirement home?
To me, that's just common sense. These are vulnerable people here. So I guess we'll have to wait a little bit longer to find out, uh, you know, what this freedom rallies are going to be like, I guess, you know, uh, they'll be staying just so you know, you know, here in Ontario, Canada, they're going to be staying outside of the city of Ottawa. And then come in and have the little rallies and go back to their trailers or tents or whatever hotel or whatever they're going to be staying. And we'll see how it goes. You know, they should they they should be at their best behavior. But you always know when a protest happens. You know, there's always somebody or a group that's got to come in and make trouble. But I want to thank you for joining me this fine Saturday. It's a nice sunny day out there, nice and warm. So get out there, enjoy the weather. And, um, if you'd like to join me tomorrow at uh, 8 p.m., and we'll talk about what does that um, notwithstanding clause means that's in the charter. And tell me what you think. What is um, UTC? What time is that one at UTC? It would be Eastern Standard Time. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tomorrow. So go enjoy the rest of your afternoon, rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your your, your weekend. And um, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Thank you for all the likes. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. And... uh, I'm hoping that things keep working the way they're supposed to be. Or I might just have to splurge and buy a new freaking laptop. And they're not cheap. So it's been fixed and hopefully it's fixed this time. And, you know, that's why, you know, I haven't been out here. It's been like a month. And that's not like me. You know, most of June is gone. You know, I'm, I'm always I'm always out here Saturday and Sundays. And I might sporadically jump out through the middle of the week, depending on what's happening. 
but I don't go a whole month without, you know, saying something. But when things are not working the way they're supposed to be, I don't have control over that. So, again, thank you for joining me. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate it. This is the Truckers Podcast. FYI, I'm your host, Doug from Ontario, Canada. Take care, everybody.